In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to continue on with humor, humor and therapy or humor to make yourself feel better. We're talking about humor, and this is part two. If you've not listened to part one, make sure you listen to the prior episode and get caught up. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Rock on! We're here in the Podcast Detroit Southfield Studios. Welcome back. Sitting across the table from me is Matt Fox. Hello, David. Hello, Matt. <laughs> How you been? Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a week. Yep. I still don't have my own car back. Oh no. <laughs> hey, you know what? Life is it. It happens. <sighs> yeah. Thank well, you. You do have a rental. I do have a okay, rental. Good. But and that's the thing with insurance. It might be costly, uh-huh. but it, that's why you have it. When you have it and don't need it, mm-hmm. but when you need it and don't have it, that's you know, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And in, in, in I, I have had, a, I had a, my prior lease was an Explorer and it had a big engine issue. Mm. It's, it just kept leaking oil. Tw- twice I had to take it in. The second time I took it in to the dealership where I purchased it, they said, um, we're going to probably need this for three months. Oh. They said, we don't have any heavy engine repair mechanics oh my goodness. on staff right now. So I had a rental for, I don't know, two months, two and a half months. Wow. That was like your own car. But it, and the problem, though, is because you're used to your own vehicle, and then right, you get in right. a rental, you're like, wait, where's this? How does this thing I actually, work? I actually yeah. enjoy that part. Do you, you know, like yeah, figuring new things figuring out? Figuring new things out. Where's okay. everything? You know, the buttons, the Bluetooth, how does all mm-hmm. that connect? And what, I actually enjoy that piece. Just don't ever allow your, your, that Bluetooth system to access your phone data as far as your contacts. Uh, you always deny that. Right. When they say, hey, can we do You say no. So just okay. letting you. Just, just my yeah. two cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just picked up my new lease yesterday because yeah. um, I turned my vehicle in a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I went from an Explorer to an Explorer, but it's an updated. It's, I went from an 18 to a 21, ah. and the whole layout has changed inside, yeah. and yeah. it's throwing me off big mm-hmm. time. It'll take you a hot yeah, second. It's going to take me a while. And I, I even said, I'm like, oh, man, they, they messed this up. It looks – it just – my wife my wife really likes it. She goes, no, this looks really – this is nice compared to the last one. I'm like, I just don't like the change. Yeah. I, I had everything figured out. You know, you guys know how it is. Mm-hmm. We're creatures of habit. We Really? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Uh, my website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Uh, on the website, you'll find all kinds of cool stuff, including my book page, the podcast page, my shop where you can buy things, if, if things that you might like and things that could help you, including MP3 recordings. You can find me on social media, on Facebook and YouTube, both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide as we do every episode. Maybe this is your first time listening. You can grab that PDF, totally free. 
Just click on the link in the show notes. You'll be taken right to a download page where you can grab that. And it just gives you information about hypnosis, kind of what it is, what it's not. It addresses some myths and misconceptions, you know, why it works. Um, really a, a good brief synopsis of what hypnosis is and how it works and why it works. Mm, awesome. So, yeah, take a look there. This episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. That is my book, my new book that's been out for probably, a, I'm going to say almost a month, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so it's recently published. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. This book is uh, kind of does what it says it does. Yeah, it's empowering your mind for success, a hypnotic guide. And we talk about how to change thinking patterns to to change your results, because mm. a lot of people and, and Matt, you work in you work in corporate America, you're in finance yeah, yeah, and you yeah. probably work with a lot of different people. Yes. And they will. I, I don't want to I don't want to criticize because it's not specific, but you know a lot of people they just never they they never quite get it or they never quite make it and they're mm -hmm. always blaming others and they're, yeah they're just kind of just not successful because either one they don't know how to be or they're just used to doing what they're doing mm -hmm. but that's that's what happens people get into habits and they do the same thing over and over again and they expect these different results hey hey Dave did you know what happens in corporate America. Uh, maybe change is inevitable. Yes, things will change yes. every single day. And if you Absolutely. Have, if you don't have that mentality to understand and bend with that, um, and then be able to take constructive criticism mm -hmm. from a team lead and not, and then grow from that, then you're kind of in the long wrong line yeah. of work. Right. Well, you're probably in the any work would be the wrong work because you're right. It's change. I mean, think about. I mean, you're in finance, but I'm sure it happens there. Think about how jobs in the auto industry have changed in 30 years or in finance. Right. We're not doing the same things we were 30 years ago. Manufacturing, healthcare, yeah. you know, restaurants even. It's all I, I mean, even even healthcare right now. I mean, we we had to change. We we are we are 100% telehealth right now. Mm -hmm. And we weren't telehealth two years ago. We didn't do it at all. Right. That's a change we had to make to yeah. adapt. Yeah. So you're right. Um, so so the book really addresses how to change embedded thinking patterns that that always lead you to the same place that you've always been. And if you want to be successful, if you want to move forward, you have to change the way you think, which will change results. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the idea of the book, and that's been kind of bouncing around on my head for a long time. But um, you got it out. It's one of those things where I, I'm like, okay, I need to get a book out because I wanted to. I wanted one. It was my own personal goal. Mm -hmm. But two, I felt like. I can only see so many people in a week yeah. as far as clients go. Right. You know, 20, 30 people, I'm, I'm maxed out in a week. But with a book, I could reach thousands, millions of people, mm -hmm. possibly. Possibly, absolutely. Um, so, so it's just a way for me to get out and, and get and reach more people, too. That's so, awesome. yeah, uh, you can grab that on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, if, if you buy the book, which I would greatly appreciate if you do, if you could please leave a review for it. Um, a review is one of the most important things on Amazon anyway that, that lets people know, and it puts it in front of more people. The way Amazon's algorithm works is that the more five-star reviews that are there, mm -hmm. the more it will pop up on other people's suggestions when they're browsing Amazon or, you know. Right, right. And, and we go back to information, Matt. That, mm -hmm. You know, people know what you're looking at. That's the way the <laughs> Internet works. That, I, that's why you, you probably clicked one time on um, <laughs> shoehorns, and all of a sudden you're getting ads for shoehorns for the next year. Not only did that happen to me, yes. we, we were just talking about disc golf. And, yeah. And all of a sudden I started getting these disc golf videos. from, And I'm like, 
Stop listening to me, uh, Internet. <laughs> well, you know, that's a funny thing because do you have, do you have uh, um, uh, Alexas or Echoes or any of those? Voice uh, yeah, Alexa was, buried, Alexa was buried in the basement out inside. I was outside in the backyard. Okay, so yeah, it couldn't have come through that. Then. No. Yeah. No, it just but, the, but again, those. It was the yeah, sky people. Yes, it was. It was the <laughs> aliens. They were listening. <laughs> it's all their fault. Yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, pick up the book, leave a review. I would be greatly appreciative of that. And, uh, you know, buy, buy it as gifts. Christmas is coming up. Mm-hmm. Give, you, give your friends and family a book. It's, a, it's very well written. You know, I, I, Thank you. Well, oh, I got about two more chapters to go, but okay. I will tell you that the, the book reads like you talk. Yes, perfect. Yep. And, and that's exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And for all you, all you f- want to be authors out there or authors who have written books, you, you know that you, you, want, you want your voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. You want it to be your voice, your style. Mm-hmm. And, and I had a great editor, Tamalinda, thank you if you're listening. Um, Tamalinda edited my book. And she was great because she didn't, a lot of editors will just rearrange everything and it doesn't sound like you anymore. Right. And she was really good to say, hey, I, 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 I know what, I get your voice in this and that's mm-hmm. not going to change. Mm-hmm. But she did change things as far as, you know, grammatical mistakes and ah, spelling yeah, yeah. errors and, and specific things I put in that she said, ah, this might not fly well with an audience. I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, okay. okay. I, 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 in the book, I talked about a, a coworker I had when I was in college. I was working food service when I was in college. And this guy, I'm not kidding, was late every single shift. Five epi- shift. It was just five episodes ago you talked about this individual. Oh, I might have. Yeah. And, and I don't, did I say what I said in the book when I originally, before we'll it was going. edited? We'll keep going. So I said, and he always had an excuse like, oh, yeah. my, my, you know, I got stuck in class or my, uh, my car broke down or, or my, I got my cat ab- died. abducted by aliens <laughs> and it was anally probed. Oh my God. <laughs> so I had that in my, in my original manuscript uh-huh. and, and Tam Linda said, let's take out the anally probe part that might bother some people. <laughs> Well, that's what, and that's but, what, that's but what that's she's my, there for. But, it, but again, that's my sense of humor because yeah. I thought, yeah, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people might not take it as funny, and you're Correct. trying to appeal to a mass audience. So fair enough. So yeah, pick up the book, leave a review, bam. All right, all right, it's it, time. All right, here we go. That's how winning is done. All right. Our winner of the week. So I don't know if you um, here in Detroit there there is a story on the news three nights ago, maybe, maybe two or three nights ago. I don't remember exactly. Um, so he, th- this is the way the story went. There, there's a a senior center in Clinton Township for senior citizens. Okay. And this the senior home. All of these senior citizens that live there worked on this garden together. Okay. It's an outside garden for the senior center. A, you know, it, it wasn't like a farmer's garden, like it had acres or anything, but, but you know, okay. like, like a big, huge garden that, that all of these seniors worked on. So it produced thousands of food, thousands of pounds of food. So it's that, it's, it's, it's that, that big. big. Yes. Um, so I'll just start the story. The garden at the Clinton's Township Senior Center produces thousands of pounds of food for charities. So the seniors do it and, and, all this, it and a lot of this food goes to charities. However, a thief in the night took all of that food, leaving volunteers to wonder what happened to their hard work. Somebody huh. came in and harvested this whole garden in the middle of the night. 
everything gone. I know. I thought assholes. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I, I'm I was in my actually head. going for a different uh, <laughs> adjective in that regard. Well, whatever fits at that point. Uh-huh. So the master gardener, Dennis Belts, said he discovered the stolen vegetables while checking on the plants last week. I started looking around. There was no zucchini, no squash, no tomatoes on any plant, green or red. He you said. darn rabbits. Uh, grainy surveillance video showed flashlights and a bicycle at the garden during the night. There were a bunch of flashlights that came through. We were like, no way this happened at night, but it did, said Debbie Travis, the assistant director of the senior center. Hmm. The garden, which runs on donations, usually provides 1,500 pounds of food to people in need. We hope it went, and here's the great thing. Belts, who's the master gardener, that, that's the head of this garden. Mm-hmm. He said, I hope it went to a good cause and helped whoever took it. Wow. So he was nowhere near as angry as I am right. <laughs> just, just reading the story. So that was the initial story, and I thought, what, who, what is wrong with people? I even said that to my wife. Mm-hmm. I, I was just disgusted. I'm like, what does it matter with people? Mm-hmm. Next night, the story, they, they come back with the story on the news. Next night, I think it was Fox 2. And you the, can find w- it there. Were they talking to the guy outside? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no inside. Uh, no, it's no inside. <laughs> go, go on, sir. <laughs> hey, there's a guy outside. <laughs> And he said, uh, um, yeah, the vegetables were gone. Um, so so, go to the next night uh-huh. or two nights. Uh, recent, mm-hmm. within a couple of days after the story hit, okay. they did a follow-up. Either the next day or the day after, there was thousands of pounds of vegetables collected for the senior center. Huh. Randazzo Market was the biggest one. They came with a semi-truck and just unloaded vegetables for them That's to awesome. give to these charities. Mm-hmm. And the number of individual donations, like people were dropping off like a bag of tomatoes mm. or, you know, a couple of zucchinis mm-hmm. just to give back to the senior center. Right. So the story starts out, starts out bad, but then our winners come in. Okay. All these people who stepped in to help give all this food back to the senior center. Who's going to give it to a charity anyway? Right. So, so the whole thing worked out well. Uh, and again... This is a good example of, of people being idiots and then other people just stepping up to the plate and saying, that. we're going to help. But, you know, that's the thing. You know, if somebody does something silly and stupid mm-hmm. and mean and egregious, yep. then then other people have to step up and do the right thing. Why can't that those original people just do the right thing to begin with? Well, that see, day? that's that's and that's the problem, yeah. you know, and. I don't want to get off on a whole philosophical rant, but as a society, you know, they're going to be a percentage of people who yeah. won't do the right thing. Ah. It, it's 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 the, like the old saying. It's, I don't know if it's how old it is, but you know, do you do you do the right thing when no one's around? Mm-hmm. That's the question, right? Do you do you bring the cart back to the cart corral when nobody's around? Absolutely, mm-hmm. I do. I do too, because yep. I I I don't want to hit my my I don't want my I, car to I get know. hit. I know. Yeah. I know. Yep. But but the, and, and a lot of people cannot answer that and say yes. So that that's that's part of the problem. So anyway, to to Randazzo Market, all of the personal, the, the individual volunteers, and to the Clinton Township Senior Center, who's already working for charity mm-hmm. as retirees and, and, and senior citizens, mm-hmm. which is great for them. Winners of the week for sure. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. How winning is done. Yes, it is. So, back to it. (laughs) 
And what do I have on my right hand, Matt? Uh, but a cheese it? sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Referencing last episode when we uh, we did a tribute, little tribute, mini tribute to Norm Macdonald. Yes. Because uh, we're talking about humor. And, and he was one of my favorites. And we, and we revisited one of Norm's famous bits. And if you, if you didn't hear it, we, we listened to it, Matt and I together. And it was the first time Matt had heard it, which was fantastic mm-hmm. for me. Just yes. seeing his reaction to it. Take 20 it minutes. Beautiful. Take 12 minutes out of your day. 12 minutes day, out yeah. of your day. You yeah. will, you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. You'll just laugh. Yep. Yep. And, and again, just a heads up. It's a little bit of dark humor in there at times. Yeah. But, Norm MacDonald and yeah, dark humor, yeah, you, you know. don't say. But, but, but it, is, it is, is well worth it and, and, and hilarious. So we're talking about humor and how that plays into your own mental health and, and laughter in and of itself. And, I, 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 and I'm, I'm going to repeat this. Matt and I laughed for 12 minutes straight last episode when we were recording. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I told him, I said afterwards, there's no way for us to feel bad after laughing for 12 minutes. You right. just feel good. You know, you're release endorphins. Your body feels better. Emotionally, you feel better. Mentally, you're, you're, you're feeling good. So here's some facts about humor and and actually using humor in therapy. Mm. So researchers say that children laugh about 300 times a day. I believe that. Now, how many... So when we move from childhood into adulthood... Adulthood. (laughs) Childhood into adulthood, how how often do you think it goes? From 300 times a day for kids, what do you think adults are? I would say about 65 to 70. 15. What? Yep. I'm a happy guy, apparently. Yep. I, I am, too, because I think I laugh more than 15 times a day. Yeah. But the research says children laugh about 300 times a day. Adults average 15 times a day. That's okay. And it just shows, and, and that's kind of the, the um, I, I don't know, it, it's just like that losing your innocence and childhood and just enjoying everything and getting into that jaded adulthood mm-hmm. where, where things overwhelm you and stress and relationships and family and money and mm-hmm. all of and, and I know all of that comes in but but that's kind of sad I, th- I think people need to laugh more that's the you know it, it's and and the other thing and this is anecdotal that that research said that laughter is far more contagious than any other physical act mm-hmm. cough a sneeze a yawn you know yawns are very contagious, contagious because when people see you yawn, mm-hmm. it just triggers a yawn in somebody else. <laughs> this afternoon, yeah. I was on my way out. I actually did yawn. I look over, and my cat's yawning at the same time. <laughs> maybe, said, maybe the cat, maybe you saw the cat and didn't see him, or or may, he made I, you. No, yawn. I, I I yawned and she yawned after me. So oh, I, I that's was... great. That's awesome. <laughs> so here's the thing, you know, laughing as a child. There's only as we get older, we we don't find bodily functions as funny as we did as a child. Not that's not true. <laughs> I still. I, you know, we're, I'm still a 12 year old. Are you, you really? Know that. Are of you course, not? I am. <laughs> really? Well, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's quite pungent. It stings the nostrils. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you, it's here's a thing, and, and you can ask my wife. <laughs> my my son and I, he's 19, so it's not like he's a kid. But we joke. We do so. We do a lot of inappropriate jokes back and forth. Well, like, you know. I I don't want to get into it because you know I don't want to offend. It's it's not it's nothing nothing like uh just I just want to clarify nothing of like a, uh, like a racial nature nothing like right, that right. but but like sexual yeah, or, or yeah. just making it's, jokes it's your, about farts yeah, or yeah. things like that 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 seem immature mm-hmm. immature humor. When I do that with my daughter, her her response to me is like, "Oh, honey, no." <laughs> <laughs> 
but but my wife will be like, "You guys stop it. That's not it's not appropriate in front of my, in front of your mother." <laughs> you know, things like that. Like we're we're constantly quoting sexy time. Oh, Borat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're constantly talking in Borat to each other. Do you like the scuba? <laughs> <laughs> sexy time. <laughs> so, so things like that, but but so so adults, some adults can keep that, and, and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I just like to laugh. I think things are funny. I, I always find something to laugh about, mm-hmm. even if it's juvenile or, or, you know, whatever. Right. You know, it's funny. It's It's got to be a part of your daily mantra. You got to yep. laugh because that's going to keep you sane. It's going to, like you said, the endorphins are yep. going to start to flow. Your, mm-hmm. your, your body language is better when you're laughing. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you're, you're more relaxed when you're laughing. Th- think about when you're out with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and when everybody's laughing, how, how that just affects the whole the whole mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. Of, of the the night and the group. Yep, and, yep. yep. Um, I, I, can, I distinctly remember, and, and I, I don't know if I'm sure I've said it to my wife before, but I distinctly remember the first night we met and the thing that, that I, it's instantly, I remember it as soon as I think about it was her laughing mm. right off the bat. That's, that's what's stuck in my head. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. So let me tell you what laughter, what it can do for you. Let me tell you physically what happens. It, it provides instant relaxation and lowers blood pressure. Mm. It boosts your immune system. It improves brain functioning and protects the heart. Hmm. When we laugh, natural killer cells, which destroy tumors and viruses, increase. Really? Along with gamma interferon, a disease-fighting protein. (laughs) T cells, important for our immune system, and B cells, which make disease-fighting antibodies. Okay. So why are we... I know that's a lot of medical no, but why are we laughing more if the, that's the, that's that's what i'm getting to the medical benefits itself laughter increases oxygen in the blood which also encourages healing okay um, so it's like bill and ted with the air guitar yeah it, yeah it cures right. air pollution Abs- absolutely. we should be doing that more absolutely all right um <laughs> <laughs> see, here, this i i the, it's, this is a quote from Mark Twain. I, I, I don't, I'm not like a big Mark Twain fan, but I found this. That he said, when you laugh, your mind, body, and spirit change, mm-hmm. which is pretty insightful. So we talked about the physical benefits. Now, here's the mental health benefits, and this is, what I, this is what I focus on with my clients when we talk about doing something fun or laughing or watching a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Reduces stress, depression, anxiety, and fear. We just, Matt and I were an example. I just gave you the example of Matt and I. We laughed for 12 minutes straight last mm-hmm. last episode, and I didn't feel any kind of stress or anxiety nope. or fear, or I just felt good. We had a nice camaraderie going. We did, absolutely. It elevates mood. Mm-hmm. It increases energy and helps you perform activities you might otherwise avoid. Mm. So, I mean, feel, think about it. when you're laughing, your endorphins are, are your, your bodies, you're oxygenating your blood. You just feel like doing something. Right. Yeah. Get, I've, never, I've, I've never seen anybody, maybe I have, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody laugh and just be lying there like a log. Right, right. Because there, there's think body about movement that. when you're yeah. laughing, right? Can, can you Your imagine somebody laughing and just not moving like they're sleeping? <laughs> ha, ha, it just, ha, ha, uh, <laughs> ha, 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 
it can be a safe way to introduce yourself to other people. A lot of people have social anxiety, yes, especially in crowds or when they meet new people. And think how much easier it is if everybody's laughing. Mm -hmm. Now, there's specifics. <laughs> Somebody would say, "Well, they're laughing at me." That's different, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. But, um, but yeah, if, if everybody's laughing and and that's kind of the feel of this of the group that you're in, it's just going to be much easier and and can be a safe way to introduce yourself mm -hmm. or to kind of of engage yourself with that crowd. Just be careful because those jokes that you're trying to open up with they could bomb. Well, yeah, and you got to be careful <laughs> in what you're. Uh -huh. You do have to measure that sense of humor and see if it's going to fit. Correct. With, because again, Norm Macdonald might offend some people. Well, you, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just, it's just it's, depends on people's personality. Right. And you do have to gauge that. You're right, Max. You yeah. don't want to throw out a joke that uh -huh. um, All of a sudden might offend like, everybody who's there. Right. Right. There, there's a lot of inclusive, you know, very inclusive, the, the diversity in corporate America, in the, in the marketplace, you know, in our communities. Yeah. You got to be very careful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, humor makes people talk more. They make more eye contact. They touch each other more. And I'm talking about just in relationships. Yes. I mean, I, I distinctly remember, geez, way back when, before I was married, before I met my wife, even like, you ever, you, and I'll give you, a, you guys have probably experienced this. You're out with people and you don't know a lot of them, but there's somebody that you're kind of interested in. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, she's cute. Of the opposite sex. Yeah, the opposite. Or, yeah. or, or the same, same sex. sex. Could yeah. be, yeah. whatever. But somebody that you're like, oh, I'm interested in her. But, and then you know, typically if you're out drinking, sometimes yeah. just everybody starts having fun and mm -hmm. then you can just tell when, when they're responding to you with laughter mm -hmm. and you're laughing together and then the person like puts their hand on you and is laughing. Right. It's like, bam, you know, instantly there's there's this connection there with two people. Right. Or you had a piece of toilet paper hanging on the back of your shoe. <laughs> that could be. That, that's why they're right. laughing at or you. Or they're <laughs> laughing at you because, yeah, because you stepped in something and, you know. <laughs> You know, how are you going to wipe a table with this little? It's not even wet. Yeah, oh that could God. happen. Yeah, it's crazy. So again, marriage and relationships can tremendously benefit from humor. I when I when I'm doing uh, couples counseling or mm -hmm. marriage counseling, I will often say to them, like, how often do you guys like do something and just laugh together? Mm -hmm. Like whether it's watching a movie or you know, I don't know, um, just doing silly things. You know. Go play putt-putt golf and just right. have fun and laugh and mm -hmm. just have a good time. And, and you'd be surprised how many people say, oh, we don't, we don't do that. Right. It's crazy. One of the easiest things to get me laughing, Dave? Yeah. Baby videos. Babies giggling. Babies laughing. Babies laughing uh -huh. will, get, will get me rolling yep. all the time. Yep. The, the, the one thing, and, and I know people have seen a lot of these. One of the things that I just love watching are, like, outtakes from like comedy shows when right. people are trying not to break will and grace outtakes oh, oh there's some of the like best the office oh god yeah. a lot of that is yeah. improvised uh -huh. and <laughs> them trying not to break is just that just kills me there it is so funny ah uh, fair um, enough and there's i mean there's how many seasons of seinfeld when, yes. when they're trying to get through things the friend the friends outtaking the friends outtakes mm -hmm. are, are just they're yep. oh gosh yeah <laughs> now here's a good one when people laugh together they feel bonded and and when you feel bonded, they, that that becomes a connection for you as far as support and help and and somebody that you can count on. Yeah, camaraderie, camaraderie, yeah, and connection. And here's the big one as far as your own self esteem and your own confidence. A healthy sense of humor uh, is is related to being able to laugh at yourself, and it's a way of accepting yourself. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm not saying that if somebody's if somebody's totally just berating you and making mm-hmm. fun of you, not like that, but to be self-deprecating and laugh at yourself mm-hmm. and just be able to just have fun. Because mm-hmm. most things, it's kind of like somebody would say, oh, you got a, I don't know, you got a big nose. <laughs> and and then you can just laugh at it. Like, yeah, it is. You know, it's funny. <laughs> that reminds me of a movie, actually, called <laughs> Roxanne. Steve Martin, yes. that self-deprecating 20 jokes yep. that he told yep. of himself with his nose. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Hey there, who right. mows your nose hairs? <laughs> that's, that's it. Your name wouldn't have to be Dick, would it? <laughs> you know, just the self-deprecation that uh-huh. he brought along with those. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. No, I, boy, I haven't seen that. That's a callback. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a long time. If you ever time. get a chance, if you haven't seen it, Roxanne, uh, Steve yep. Martin, and, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember her name. She was in Splash. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah, yes. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So here's the benefits of, of actually using this in therapy. Like if you're with a therapist, and, and, and you can even ask if you're, if you're seeing someone or you want to see someone, say that, hey, you know, can, can, can we focus on like just laughing sometimes or just, just making, you know, uh, uh, making myself feel good? Um, because again, it doesn't always have to be pressure, let's get serious, let's dig in. It doesn't mm-hmm. always constantly have to be that. So in, in therapy, it's going to enhance the therapeutic alliance and increases trust between therapists and clients. It helps clients feel good about themselves. It helps clients gain perspective. It can help the client's thought processes by helping them get unstuck. It helps people cope with difficult situations such as death mm-hmm. and, and loss and illness. I, I, I distinctly remember when my, my dad was in hospice and... Um, I think I think we we all went out to dinner because we just you know we had to take a break mm-hmm. and I think we laughed for an hour hour and a half straight it's, it's just so telling important. stories. It's just, so important. Yeah, and it, yeah. and it just helped everyone. Um, hmm. <laughs> here's the, this one. This one I'm kind of on the fence with. Uh, okay, but uh, one of these studies said that humor can be used diagnostically. Um, so there's a, a professor, his last name is Goethe, G-O-E-T-H-E. He said, people show their characters in nothing more clearly than in what they think is laughable. I know that's kind of a convoluted that's, sentence. Yeah. But what he's saying is people show their character in what they believe is funny. Ah, uh, well, yeah. That's why right. you have to be careful when, yep. uh, with, with it, it, who exactly. you're telling jokes to and just got to be aware of your surroundings. Yep. And, and again, laughter is cathartic. It's, you're letting out. Now, have you ever seen somebody who is, they're overwhelmed with emotion and they're laughing and laughing and all of a sudden it's crying. Mm-hmm. It just flips that switch, but it's because you're just releasing that emotion. Right. So it's a catharsis. And they're, and they're crying because they're laughing so hard. Or that laughter led them to being able to let out to the crying, okay. the sadness part that was in there, or vice versa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, crying yeah. to the point of laughing. Yeah. Either way, it's, it's, a, it's a catharsis. It's just letting emotion out, mm-hmm. which, of course, we want people to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And again, we talked about things that you need to be careful of. Mm-hmm. Concerns. Anything that is hurtful, demeaning, sexist, racist. Right. That, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, we can, we can laugh about... See, those things are not are, are not funny, and I think this goes back to the character issue. Like, Correct. if somebody's laughing about things like that, then you have to gauge what right. where they're at. The other thing is being self-deprecating in an unhealthy way. Somebody who's really not not confident in themselves or right. down on themselves. Mm-hmm. 
being self-deprecating can be good because you can laugh, but in a way you don't want it to be beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it's just not laughing at others. Mm -hmm. That That is one of the big things. Laugh with people. Yes. All right. Absolutely. So... So those are those are some benefits of, of actually humor and therapy and mental health benefits of laughter. And I, I guarantee you, if you're laughing, there, there's no way to feel bad. There's no way to feel negative. There's no way that you're going to be depressed. Mm -hmm. If you're laughing, even if it's for 20 seconds, that 20 seconds is all of that other stuff disappears. Correct. So think about that. Think if you can take that and now expand it. And I'm not saying you're going to be laughing 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you increase the amount each day that you laugh by 50%. That's 50% more time that you're going to feel better. It's only 15 more times a day. Right. Yeah. As it, yeah <laughs> on on average. average with the adults yeah. that it's, it's our, you know, on, if we're on average 15 times a day, do it 30 times a day. Right. Just and double as, it. And as time goes on, take that next step. Double that. And the, and the real big thing is, is that, that just look for, look for the things that make you laugh. And it's different for everyone. Just if something you enjoy, I've told clients, I said, well, what makes you, I've asked them, what makes you laugh? And they'll tell me like, oh, you know, well, this show. And I'm like, you know, I want you to go home tonight and just watch two hours of that show. Mm -hmm. I just want you to laugh for two hours mm -hmm. just go do it. And, and almost every time they'll be like, man, I felt so much better mm -hmm. the next morning or that night. Baby's laughing's my uh, yeah, Achilles here. There you go. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, make sure that you're, you're just increase your laughter. Find something that's funny. Have fun. I, I, this sounds cliche and it sounds trite. Life is too short to be miserable all the time. And, and I granted, we have things that, that we should work on and things that we want to improve with ourselves, mm -hmm. but laughter can be a part of that. That can help you get to where you want to be. Game on. So just laugh. Laugh am, more. I'm game for that. Absolutely. I'm trying to see if I have any, any good, uh, <laughs> uh, oh boy. What are you looking for? Uh, I don't know. All right. I was just trying to find something about laughing, but, oh, I, but I don't think we have that. Oh, well, hey, we're the laugh tracks on here, so we're Yeah, good. well, that's true. We are. <laughs> <gasps> oh, there it is. Great. Odin's raven. Watch Anchorman. You can't not yeah. laugh during Anchorman. Correct. Right. <laughs> you are correct, sir. You are <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right, folks. Laugh more. Have fun. Yes. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time.